0: Thank you for all the guests joining in. Toastmasters and Tosh Abraham is having some issues with his internet connectivity. He will rejoin in a few seconds. Kindly bear with me. Meanwhile, I will just share some of his thoughts, which he just shared before we started the Insta Live. He said, when you mentioned about Toastmasters to friends and colleagues, some may wince at the word meeting. That's because they consider meetings as one of the top time-wasting activities. If you are one of those people who react negatively to the idea of adding one more commitment to your overloaded schedule, here is a man who can convince you that Toastmasters is something totally different, a meeting that you will enjoy and appreciate. So today's podcast, episode number two, with Toastmaster, Santosh Ibrahim, is to ascertain that Toastmasters does make a difference. It changes your lives and lives of important people and your community. Okay, great. So let's start with the name first. Is it Ibrahim Santosh or is it Santosh Abraham? Because even I'm confused.
1: Well my official name is Matthews Abraham Santosh, wow. and, uh, okay, uh, once again, uh, am I clear, can you hear yeah, me? Yeah,
0: you're clear, you're clear. Yeah.
1: My <laughs> official name is Matthews Abraham Santosh, but I guess uh, Matthews is the name of my father, so it should have been aligned in a different way, people call me Santosh Abraham because Abraham is my name, or in the Gulf it's usually A, B, you know, so I'm, I got people in
0: this line who call me as A.B., that's a short form of You know there's another famous A.B., A.B. Baby, Amitabh
1: Bachchan <laughs> Well, he's a big man, he's a very big man
0: And you're a big man for us In okay. and in Toastmasters
1: Well, the so, bigness is in the eyes of the believer, you
0: know, he's
1: a, the beholder rather So the bigness and the beauty is in the eyes of the beholder, if you call me big, it's basically because of your bigness Nah
0: we learned from you and you as great inspiration for all of us. So, thank you so the much. audience has been waiting patiently and thank you for the audience and oh, the live audience I, joining I'm us. Humble. One of them is CGD DTM Khalid. He especially asked me when are you coming live?
1: <laughs> okay. He's one person who brought me back into Toastmasters after a decade. So I got a bit to talk about him.
0: Okay, first we start with Tell us something about yourself. We know something about you, but let everybody know in the Toastmasters and our audience who are watching us on podcast, Instagram live for episode number two.
1: All right, okay. Uh, Well, my name is Santosh Abraham and uh, I I work with uh, a company called uh, IT People, which is one of the largest IT consulting companies in the Gulf region. I've been in the IT domain for the last five years. Started with uh, IT sales, put into computer education, i have been with the IT outsourcing and recruitment, IT consulting field for the last 21 years. So um, I head one of the, the the company's operations for the Gulf region now. And I've got a family, wonderful family. My uh, wife uh, was a mathematics professor. She's now a homemaker, taking care of her two daughters. Uh, both daughters, one uh, one in the eighth standard, one in the sixth standard, and uh, it's a little wonderful family out here in Bahrain. We've been in Bahrain for the last. Year.
0: Wow, lovely, so when did you join Toastmasters and how's
1: the journey been? Well, I joined Toastmasters uh, way back in 2002, Um, there's a history behind why I joined Toastmasters, you asked me when did I join
0: Toastmasters,
1: see I always had this dream that one day I could speak in front of a crowd, no, the dream was not to become a great speaker, the dream was just to stand up on my toes and speak So, that was never possible for me because I was so nervous But I used to take opportunity whenever the auditorium of my school is empty I would get on top of that stage And when I know that, I would look at their empty chairs, And I would talk some gibberish or something when I was very small Imagining that, you know, maybe there is a big crowd sitting one day and I would be having the, the confidence to speak to them But that confidence never came up I would I I would talk to these empty stages all the time and this was my dream that I would one day become a speaker or rather stand on my toes and speak but that dream just remained a dream I could write speeches for people but never managed to speak on a stage but then because of that I lost a lot of opportunity in school and college but when I started working and I was in in, in India and I was with with a with a well-known computer education firm uh, managing the area at this part. At uh, that time, I went with my manager to a big function. At the end of the function, they asked the manager to comment about his feedback about the, the uh, about the program. Now I could see the man. I had a great respect for the manager. He was a wonderful manager, but I could see his face turn wheelchair because he was face turning whiter. He was just uh, you know he he was into different colors and he was getting so nervous. And, uh, uh, and he fumbled and stood on the stage and he said few things and then I realized uh, my desire was to become a manager someday I knew if I could sit in this table, I would have this opportunity to stand up and speak sometime and I wanted to kill this fear and when I came to Toastmasters or rather in, in Bahrain they have this opportunity called Toastmasters and I thought no, 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 not another meeting one more time because I was always overloaded with meetings but then came this opportunity when When I came to Toastmasters, I realized it's not just meetings. It is a wonderful educational curriculum that can change the skill level of a person. Take them from what they are to what they definitely desire to. They are passionate uh, uh, and and passionate for becoming a public speaker. And in fact, that really changed me. And the the best part of it is it's not just becoming uh, after the next few days, years, I got prizes uh, in competitions and all that, like best investigator, area level comp 2003, I won that area level. But beyond all that, the greatest dream being realized was in 2005 when I was one of the speakers at Jitex. In Jitex, when I stood at the stage and spoke and I could see the masses growing there, that dream which I had on that empty stage in school was being realized. And I thank those masses for that. Yes, I had a wonderful journey in Toastmasters initially, and uh, uh, in fact uh, we, we, uh, I was with a wonderful club those days called WMC Toastmasters uh, where I was a co-sponsor too and we had not just public speaking meetings, we even had meetings like we had we had a short play contest, drama contest you know and even we had a professional drama we played Loaf, uh, was remade into the Arabic scenario where I played Tashius' role as Tasson, the Arabic name. So we had we had tried different phases in, uh, in Toastmasters. The communication aspects are different facets of the communication. So Toastmasters was a wonderful journey. In 2009, I moved out of Toastmasters in 2009 because of the birth and family commitments. But then, yes, uh, that was my first episode in Toastmasters. I'd like to stop with that now. You right to the questions. <laughs>
0: you just mentioned twice once that DTM Khalid was the one who got you in again and again yeah. you mentioned that you had you missed a while in between so what was the reason why you left why you joined and what brought you again what was it was it passion what was it some other reason that got you back in
1: well there were a lot of reasons the the the, the reason why we came back to Toastmasters uh, See, I was away from Toastmasters overboard at TK altogether. But I, I did not leave Toastmasters because I didn't like Toastmasters. left Toastmasters because the works was so large that I could not manage the time on a Friday evening. Uh, but then, you know, there were a couple of instances at the same time. I just mentioned one particular instance. And I I, I I managed a region, so I found across the region in different places uh, for business. So once I went to Doha, and after my business was over, I was checking out of the hotel and I was at the lobby waiting for the cab to come across and take me to the airport. And that's when a gentleman came to me and said, Are you toastmaster Santosh Abraham? And that kind of stuck, And I was amazed. First of all, nobody many people don't know me in Doha. Second thing, nobody knows me as Toastmaster, because I've left Toastmasters for a while. And this person just moved up to me and said, Are you Toastmaster Santosh Abraham? I said, I used to be a Toastmaster, but I know I am not a Toastmaster anymore. He said, no, 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 sir. Please don't stop being a Toastmaster. You should keep speaking because your speech changed my life. And I was amazed. I asked him, I wanted to really probe and understand what did he mean by that. And he said, in 2003, when you were VTAC, speaking about uh, winners never quit and quitters never win, and you gave an idea about yourself. You gave a story, uh, incident on your life. At that point of time, I was in total damage, fact, like my career was damaged. my business was totally broken and I was going from one broken business to another. And you said a wonderful quote said, Victory is not one in mind, but it ages, win a little now, hold your crown and then later, win a little more. And then you gave your ideologies and the examples behind it. I decided that this broken business that I thought I was going to leave that and move into the next business. Instead, I said, "I'm going to take up this business, and I'm going to indeed make sure that I'm going to I'm going to give my best to this business. And if I don't, then only I will put this off and the next business. And you know what? That business became a success. Today, he said, "I still have that business. It's a fabulously flourishing business. I do have other streams of business too. But because of you, I didn't. I was not a broken person. I decided to be successful, and I did become successful in life. And in fact," I was quite amazed. I don't even know this person and he said, I've changed his life and he said, he, he, he left me with this, my cab came, I had to go, he said that I want to speak with this message, please keep speaking, don't stop speaking, go back to those pastors. But that was back in my mind all the time. And, but I was wondering how to find that space and time to get back to those pastors. And uh, that's the time when, you know, 2019, Those Toastmasters, E.J.M. Khalid Jalal comes to me and says, Satosh, we are starting a Toastmasters club for the IT professionals. Why don't you become the president? I said, no, no, I, I, I'm a rich man who's left for the last 10 years. Toastmasters where I evolved. I don't even know. I'm a child. He said, then become the VP education and let's do it together. Let us give some charm and life to the IT professionals in Bari, And we will together to make it a wonderful club. And I said, I'll take the challenge together. And that's where we all started back. And I don't have any regrets for coming back, it's a wonderful club, it's a wonderful moment, growing a carousel, wonderfully great, thank you.
0: Good to have you with us, and that motivation and inspiration, without that, we wouldn't be existing in BITP. Yeah. You just mentioned that you have won a lot of accolades, and one of them being club awards, area awards, division awards, district awards, so what made you that champion the impromptu speaker i i personally feel you speak from the heart but you have won competition and i suppose you won also debate competitions so does winning matter and what tips would you give to your followers and youngsters like me toastmaster vikal and all other budding talents you have seen recently a lot of new members adding on on Uh,
1: Well. So, Tafiq, winning is definitely everybody's desire. We all want to win in life for something or other. And uh, a trophy or a medal definitely is a motivation to go across. Uh, the first time I ever won, in 2003, when I at the area level, I was motivated to move forward. First time I ever won a debate competition, I was motivated to do more debates. Um, but then later on, you know, when I came across, now I would take up any opportunity to compete. But my competition is not against anybody. My competition is against myself. You know, I am competing against myself as to the next level of my excellence. So I have a thought process. Maybe people have a different view about this. Is that when you go for for a competition, it's not getting first, second or third. It is to move from your level of one level of excellence to the next. See, for example, if I go to a competition and I get the first prize, it could be possibly because the others are not strong, or maybe they're not prepared, or they're not well set for that. Uh, maybe they're good speakers, but they I didn't have the great speech coming up. But then if my ex- level of excellence in that speech or that competition wasn't as best as what I used to do last time, then in my mind, I'm not a winner. Yes, it is a consolation prize. But even if, on the other hand, even if I did not win or even if I lost and not even get a third prize, but I could move my level of excellence to the next level. I would, in my mind, I'm a winner. So I would say that you need to compete and you need to go across and be a winner because your winning is in the mind. You are going to have a level of excellence against yourself. So everybody in Toastmasters, my advice is that to the youngsters and everybody, compete, not against others, against yourself. That is the best way of going forward. Thank you for that. I love the answer.
0: And that brings me to another question. Recently, you know, we have conducted the YLP. I saw you as a mentor. It was in your term that this YLP actually formulated and you passed on that legacy. So I want to know what's your passion to empower the young children? I've seen it continuously that you have been speaking very beautifully to them, trying to motivate them. And what is your concept behind giving that empowerment, that passion, that love, to the young ones.
1: Well, um, see, um, uh, empowering when you empower the youth, you are actually youth is the future of tomorrow. So you are actually empowering the future. So when I have, uh, I've always said to blush and empower the youth because it's very evidently clear that in the days ahead you'd see them being strong enough, and the efforts that you put across will be displayed in their lives and in. And in fact, that will come back to you as a reward in certain ways. Just to give you a small example, there are many instances, we don't have time for that. The, one of the instances that even, you know, led me back to Toastmasters also, was this particular instance where, you know, I was, i had been uh, part of by, several, by, as a coordinator or just did, did some role in the, the youth leadership programs. One of the youth leadership programs, we had, uh, we had a, we, we uh, I had a group now, the, the, the daughter students were put into different groups And I had a group And I had a cute little girl A cute little smiling girl I don't know how old she was And uh, the only problem was When she starts speaking, she would stammer And she could not speak much more The first day when we asked everybody What your ambition is Everybody said, doctor, engineer But this little girl I want to be a journalist But she'd saying that Once she'd without stammer She would stammer and say these few words and we all felt for her, but the kids laughed. You know, the small kids are like that, they tease. So we told the kids together and said, Listen, we are not going to laugh anymore. We're not going to tease her. Instead, we together are going to make her do well. So every time she makes a big mistake, you're going to encourage her saying, You can do it. You can do it. Come on. And so, and the kids came along and they, they, they were so cooperative in this. And we could see them really encouraging her and say, Come on, you can do it. And at the last stage, the last stage, uh, the final finale, the grand finale. She stood up and said a three or four minute speech, without even stammering for a moment. It brought tears not just to her parents but to all of us. And a couple of years later, you know, I, after, even after I left Toastmasters, or I, well, I took a break from Toastmasters, when I and my wife was in the mall, we had this wonderful looking lady came across to me and said. No, hi, uncle. Do you realize me? She almost hugged me. I said, "Do you, do you, do, do you recognize me?" My wife gave me this love, this kind of a look with this beautiful lady kind of. You know so. Uh, and I myself, have no clue who this lady I said, "No dear, I don't understand. I, I, I couldn't recognize you." Remember this, this small girl that you are taught in the YLP with a stammering prop? I am that girl. That was kind of a moment. Of surprise to me. You know, I was really fabulously taken back. How can effort, a small effort turn into something as magnificent as this? And I asked her what she's doing. And she said, you know what? She said, I'm a journalist in India. You know, small things, small efforts, small informants can bring out great and wonderful mightier persons. And this is, and, and the, my wife was with me said, you know, she was always saying, you know, uh, before I was spending a lot of time in close passes. And uh, naturally, she was one of the person who said, okay, let's take, give a break to Toastmasters Why? wife. you are spending a lot of time. We need we you need in the family, both. So she, after looking at this particular scenario, said, I think you should go back to Toastmasters. The, the club band of the moment needs you a lot. So um, that's one of the things behind me, as Khalid said, I'm empowering youth is, is one of my most passionate for me. Mm-hmm. And I would, I, it's just one of the instances I would like to share Any insights. Like, and maybe during another event like this yes back to you then. Right. I, I think I have answered that
0: you change the life that's amazing and maybe you touched a lot of lives through one life so that's, True. that's the thing that you have made a difference
1: uh, anybody can an do that anybody can do that IT. as long as they have a passion for it
0: yeah you're also heading an IT consulting and outsourcing company Having several branches within GCC for the last two decades. So, what are the potential IT skills or jobs that have a scope in the market? And would you highlight a bit about your organization for the benefit of the audience live in here and those who will be watching the recorded version?
1: All right. I work with a company called IT People. This company has been around for more than 23 20 years now. Uh, we started from India to Dubai and then have branches across the Gulf right now. I head their operations for, primarily for Bahrain, Qatar, Kuwait and Saudi. And uh, yeah, we are into IT, recruitment, outsourcing and uh, consulting, Second, staff accommodation, what do you say? Uh, in fact, see, um, uh, we are into managed services as far as people is concerned. Uh, we have been asking about the scope for the skills. I think for the next few years, the focus is going to be around data. So the kind of requirement is for data-related retirement, data scientists, uh, data security analysts, you know, DevOps retirement and you know, and then uh, um, cloud architects, etc. you know, there is, of course, there is going to be uh, best paying jobs in the years ahead. It's going to be AI uh, experts, blockchain developers, and data scientists, uh, there was, you know, and the Middle East always have opportunities for open system requirements like Java, Angular. Uh, you know, uh, we, we call it full stack developers, or you know, even the network and uh, help desk kind of requirements always be there. So the jobs are concerned. i just talking about the primary segment of the jobs. Yes, uh, there is the, the uh, whole uh, the, uh, the whole market is moving into the data security and data related focus at the moment. So, jobs are going to be settled on that.
0: I also know that and understand that you are a volunteer at church. You do quite often preaching, counseling. You help others. So, is that a passion or is it just a voluntary role in the church that you're just performing?
1: Uh, well that's passion uh, uh, than just uh, a voluntary role. It's a voluntary role of course but it's a passion aspect well until 2008 uh, I was just a religious Christian uh, when 2008 we really understood the Bible I understood what is the purpose of life and uh, when I understood the Bible per se you know I could understand that you know that is uh, the, everybody life is just the small dash between the, life, the birth date and the that thing, all the, it's uh, a small dash. It's for that small dash we try to do all that we can achieve and success, everything. There's a big dash after that that the Bible says about which is eternity, and we don't do anything for that eternity. Now, this, uh, when I came to know uh, the Bible, understand that the Christianity is something wherein you need to follow Christ and you need to believe in Jesus Christ and follow Him, and I mean make Him as a role model. Otherwise, there is Christianity doesn't make it, being a Christian doesn't make any difference. we just religious. So, rather, I'm not a religious person. I'm more of a spiritual person who believes in the Bible and the So, um, that uh, the same message that is that me the and given me a message of hope and love is the same message that I would like to preach across. And I enjoyed preaching it. I learned the word of God. And uh, that's what I've been doing. And in the process, i become pastor and reverend. That's just uh, not my desire and a plan or target it is just part of thought, it's, it's part of the process so enjoy doing it as a passion for the mission
0: uh, it is something is very, I am very passionate that brings me to the last question what is your advice to the aspiring leaders and the ones who want to improve their communication skills
1: well um, see for the uh, I would like to talk to those youngsters who are my understanding today, you would know, if say it's, if it's not just life, even otherwise Is that, see, I have lost this opportunity When I go back, I think that, you know, if I had the skills that I had today I could have done a lot of things back in school, a lot of things back in college And I miss that opportunity because I didn't dare to stand up and go to a club like this Or maybe this, this opportunity was not there Today the youngsters have this opportunity There's nothing like this past that can build up their the skills and put them up for us to the excellence and so, I think uh, they should take up this option. Instead of waiting for a time, a later stage, they should, they are actually missing out the opportunity. You know, uh, along with the technical skills, along with their professional career, they need also the soft skills. And communication leadership is two aspects which they need to really brush up on. And even being a, uh, heading a consulting company, in know future, there are a lot of people with great certification, great degrees in here, who are not able to progress because of the communication leadership. Mishaps or other the in there or they're not so great in the communication path but others who have got lesser education, lesser certification are doing well because of their communication skills so communication really means a lot and the youngsters need not wait for tomorrow and any IT professional listening if you think that you are not as confident speaking I think it's the right time you need to approach a, a, a club like Barin IT professionals, Coach uh, well where it's a right harboring place where they could Really build up their skills That's my advice.
0: You will, be there no the time. You, you will be one of the speakers. On uh, on so Monday, you will be one of the speakers and speak a On Monday. Would you like your fans to join in and give you some boost up?
1: <laughs> okay. Uh, Monday, I'm I'm not the only speaker. There are some wonderful speakers also speaking along with me. Yes, I'm speaking. Uh, I'll be doing level four of the. But the point of the level 4 of the leadership and uh, development pathway. My speech is about one aspect that, you know, walls do not stop your progress. Normally when a person sees a great wall, he will retract and go back. And uh, he will decide uh, not to progress anymore. Instead of a door, if they see a wall, if the wall is small, they will try to climb over the wall. But if the wall is really high, then they will stop there and say, there is no progress but the actual fact is that the adventure starts when you really want to do something beyond the walls and that's why I've, I've titled the speech Beyond the Walls and I, I don't want to give up a lot I, I, of that speech I think people should come and view it themselves uh, on Monday along with the other speakers who are also
0: having some magnificent
1: speeches to speak Yeah, so that's all about the on situation
0: that's especially coming from DTM Khalid Jalal exclusively yes. for you. If you'd like to take it. Sure. He says, what challenges have you faced as an ITP in BITP and currently as area director, area number 37?
1: Okay. Um, what challenges have I faced as IT professional in uh, BITP?
0: Yeah, uh, as president and now currently as area director. Uh, well one of the biggest
1: challenges is that see um i'm a person who is not a virtual guy i would love to meet and greet people personally uh during my time as a president i was the i was uh, the whole term was virtual. so i didn't uh, the one of the biggest challenges that i could really not beat and greet. even while speaking i'm a person who would occupy the whole stage but uh that 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 freedom and liberty i didn't get Virtual is that you can step one step to the left and one step to the right. And as IT professionals, we are all busy. Finding the time and the slot to really um, come across and give your time, do your best in Toastmasters is a challenge. And it involves a lot of time management. I had challenges, but I think I have, to a good extent, I have managed to get over that. As area director, it's the same thing. Area director, of course, my challenge is that um, uh, we are in uh, just three clubs together, but then the, some of the clubs are magnificently doing well. Um, I don't really see a lot of challenges, Area Director at this stage. I think we can still progress. There is one more club coming up and uh, that line the line of be masters So, we have, uh, that's going to be launching in November. We have, um, I'm just, uh, the last one week after coming back from vacation, I've been talking to the mentors and sponsors. So, uh, the last person to speak is our uh, DTM college Jalal, of course. I thought I'll get every data in place before I speak with him. So yes, uh, but there are challenges, but then challenges are always opportunities and workloads. We'll have to overcome them and we will do that.
0: Okay, with your comments, he puts another comment. He says, welcome back, Mr. IPP and area director. He's waiting for your club formation because you promised two clubs to be ready and en- enrollment is all set. So he's already marketed for you. Members are also ready. So when are you going to launch them?
1: Uh, let's take one step at a time uh, journey of a thousand miles always starts with a single step we always say that <laughs> okay November we'll have the land of Judah starting off and the second club um, I don't want to announce the date yet let's, let's get Lion of Judah in place first yeah that's on the offing.
0: great yeah. thank you very much Toastmaster Santosh Abraham it was pleasure having you with us live on podcast I hope you enjoyed it you have a lot of fans following as well and you got a lot of hearts. I don't know whether you saw it flying on the right screen of yours but nevertheless, it was an enjoyable time with you. Any last word before we switch off the Insta Live yeah. podcast?
1: Thank you. Thank you so much, Toastmaster Tafik. It was a pleasure being here, sharing my experiences, sharing um, my last word as such is that see, uh, uh, do not see Toastmasters as just Uh, another set of meetings Uh, it depends on how much you want to dedicate across here i know i
0: think there's some disconnection again but nevertheless thank you very much for all of you joining in and look forward to seeing you for our insta live next episode very soon thank you very much god bless